good. Yeah, I'm good. And welcome back to film news. <laughs> and that's how we always start. Um, I'm back. AJ's back again. Yay, AJ. AJ's Yay. back. Yay. Two in a row. Yeah. Keep it going. Let's, let's keep this going. Um, yeah, it's been a week. How you been? I've been good. Been good. This is David. Hi, David. Hey. <laughs> I'm always here, apparently. Yes. Y- y'all can't get rid of me. No, it, you, you own it. You're, you're kind of responsible for it. No, not really. <laughs> I'm just the fall guy. Just the fall guy. <laughs> um, it's a little different with just the two of us. I'm realizing after last week. Why? I'm used to I'm used to us th- there being three of us at least. I mean, there's Jennifer. Oh, that's true. We can. <laughs> she shook her head. No, yeah, she's yeah. not here. <laughs> uh, she's invisible. Yes. Um, yeah, but we're back, and I was. I've been on a video game kick. Uh, recently, just because I've been f- trying to fill my spare time any way I can with just uh, mindless things, and so hasn't been filming. No, that's not mindless. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is writing, and it's been very hard because <laughs> I have things I need to write, and I haven't gotten there. Uh, the blank page is terrifying. It is. I I don't know how to fix that. Um, but I have ideas and I have plots. I just need to start writing. And that's the hard part. Uh, getting past page one. I don't know if you, if that, you have a similar experience. Yeah, always. <laughs> it, it is funny because a lot of times I'll sit there, even when I'm doing coursework, mm. I'll sit there and I'm like, fuck, how do, you, how do you start? It's like that one episode of SpongeBob where it's just like an, two hours and it's the word the. The. <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah. Oh, AJ, do you want tea? Uh, sure. Yeah, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, uh, By the way, we life. live life. <laughs> Even though we're doing podcasts, we still live life. Lost my train of thought there. Um, the word the. Yeah, it's the, the word the. Yeah. Um, so I've been struggling with... Is it with, the or the? Uh, I think it depends on the context. From a... I, I, I don't i think i <laughs> i think there is an answer for that and uh you're asking the wrong you're asking the wrong person uh because i didn't pay that much attention no i got a question because we were talking before we started rolling about the whole ahsoka because I, I i know where the conversation is going to so i'm going to lead you in yeah because you stopped me before you wanted to you wanted to do this yeah i wanted i'm like <laughs> um so you said about the whole there was a, a not a well. There's a strike. There's a strike. Yeah. But there was a, a sense of solidarity. Yes. Of people not wanting to talk about Ahsoka. Yeah. Be, of like creators and independent like independent creators and people not associated with SAG or WGA still standing with writers and actors and all that out of solidarity just because they deserve their fair share of the work, you know, of the work yeah. they're putting in and stuff like that. So there is a whole section of granted. I haven't sat down to watch it. I know we're on episode four of Ahsoka. I think they came out yesterday Bro, and is... like the internet blew up of like something that happened. I think I have a gist of kind of what happened just from like little comments made here and there. Yeah. But a lot of the creators I follow that talk about film and or star Wars in general or anything like that, they are like, we want to talk about it, but we can't because Disney refuses to pay people. You know, I get it. But at the same time, and this is the kind of conversation we had last week. Are you doing just to these people that are out there already? Because mm-hmm. the, the the machine doesn't stop. Right. And I get it. You're trying to get your fair share. But if your show is running and you're not giving it the publicity or the marketing, mm-hmm. you're setting it up for failure. Yeah. And, and, and yeah. you can't ask for shit mm-hmm. when you're setting up for failure to yeah be and that's what a lot of like i i was reading on this last night like a lot of, like how to ethically like talk about movies and still participate in like film consumer culture and stuff like that while still supporting the strike and everything because a lot of people are just like oh boycott disney and boycott you know all you know boycott these studios yeah. whatever because yeah they're being pieces of shit not paying their writers or anything like that i mean there was the report of that one, they didn't say who, but that one executive that basically said, we're just going to wear it and, and eventually they're going to be able to stop paying their rent and then they'll they'll fold. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, there's that whole side of thing where, yes, you want to 
But people are questioning like, oh yeah, boycott them. But then everybody that's part of SAG or WGA, they're like, no, no, no. Well, no, the unions aren't calling for a consumer boycott. That's not helpful because if the shows and movies fail, then the studios can use that as like leverage and say like, well, we don't need you. Yeah. Um, so like still support the movies, but try to stand your ground as firmly as possible, I guess, is like where we're at in terms of the strike. I guess like obviously we're not we're not part of uh, WGA, WGA or, or anything like that. Yeah. No, you know, we're or not. SAG after yeah, we're not associated with any of those, but so like same rules don't apply to us question mark but like again it's like a solidarity thing yeah um i mean i i get it because we all want our just dues and mm -hmm. and i guess this goes back to also being an independent because as an independent how do we get how do we make money yeah because we're not part of the big cog Mm -hmm. and and because we're not part of it it's harder for us to actually make money on our movies Mm -hmm. um self-distribution sucks ass we get six cents on the dollar at best from Amazon. Um, let me see. Um, and that's if they don't shut you down because you don't have enough viewing. Mm-hmm. Um, because that was the biggest problem with Amazon. We went from six cents to eight cents to four cents or some shit like mm-hmm. that. And they they stopped um, letting a lot of the independent guys on or keep their, their, their movie on because we weren't generating enough views. Right. But we can't generate enough views if we don't have the marketing power. And yeah. we don't have the marketing power because we don't get paid. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. And, but I mean, there's also, yeah, there's that because we're independent. But then like you look at even the big studios, like there was a comment that came out yesterday from, what's his name? Paul, the one, uh, Aaron, something from um, Breaking Bad. The, the, his, uh, Heisenberg's like helper uh, from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Um, he came out and basically said he sees zero money from stre- uh, streaming revenue yeah. of Breaking Bad on Netflix, which is a huge show on on any streaming service. Yeah. Um, and so, like, even these big actors, you know, who are from these major hit TV shows don't see anything that comes in from those. Uh, or, like, one of the actresses from uh, Orange is the New Black posted a picture of her her residual check from that show on on netflix and she's full topless nude in some of that some of that show and she and she made a um uh she made a tiktok where she was like yeah my tits are out there in perpetuity for everybody to see and she gets paid (laughs) like eight cents on that episode wow yeah and so it's just yeah so i mean like even for these people that are protected by sag and or are attached to these big studios still doesn't matter you know But you know what? I also have to say, and and not in defense of the big studios, but when you look at, oh, we had a $14 billion movie, mm-hmm. you have to look at the fact that out of that $14 billion, whatever they spend, most of it goes into marketing and yeah. post. You know what I mean? And then the, like, almost the rest of it mm-hmm. or at least another 50 60 percent goes to the one actor that mm-hmm. they got in yeah because they, they banked on that one actor yeah and then everybody else kind of like i don't even want to see the casting budget of like oppenheimer because that <laughs> cast is stacked, stacked yeah <laughs> I, uh, well i mean look at look at netflix right now they spent um shit how much was it on uh one piece yeah i just finished one piece oh okay um they spent like 16 million per episode or some shit Good like that god and they're they're pretty much on no names. Like yeah, like one or two. That yeah, kind of have somewhat of, of a of a following, but as far as like you know, big big names. No, they were banking on this is one piece. People are gonna watch it. Yeah, but Which, and luckily um, it was good. Yeah, because their other adaptations, not so much. And the internet is blowing up. So I don't understand where why are you not why are you not supporting something like Ahsoka. Right. But then if you look at. The internet right now they're they're going crazy on one, one piece. piece. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And again, I haven't sat down to watch Ahsoka yet. Now, now that it's out, I kind of shame. I kind of forgot that it came started. Uh, to be honest, and I yeah. just finished Mandalorian season three. So, which I know kinda is gonna tie, but not really. Um, yeah. I think it ties more to Book of Boba Fett than anything else because yeah, she much. pops up there. Um, but which is something I wanted to talk about here in a little bit. But yeah, so I, I don't know the, I think it's just cause it's Disney and it's a bigger studio. Like people are just pissed off at Bob Eager, Bob Iger, whatever his name yeah, is. Iger. Um, 
I think people are just pissed off at him because he's been like the biggest voice and he keeps saying like piece of shit things about like <laughs> the writers and like, well, they're being unreasonable and they don't, you yeah. know, they, they don't actually deserve this money. And so it's like, well, I think people are, it's an easy, target. it's, it's yeah. an easy target. It's, you yeah. know, one of the big, one of the biggest one, if not, you know, other than Warner brothers in terms of size of studio, they own everything. It's the mouse. Yeah. It, it's so weird because we used to have the gatekeepers of Paramount, mm-hmm. um, Universal, and, yeah. and them. And, and after a while, they kind of stopped being the gatekeepers. But yeah. now we have one of the biggest, even <laughs> bigger gatekeepers, which is the mouse. You yeah. Know, the House of Mouse. Yeah. Well, because they keep buying everything else. Yeah. I think. Because. I mean, they, they own Star Wars and Marvel alone. Those the, two yeah. IPs are like two of the biggest. Mm-hmm revenue generators yeah and now they're slowly absorbing pieces of sony too because of the rest of marvel so yeah it's it's been a big thing and now like and well they don't even just own star wars there's also just all of lucas is it art lucas entertainment yeah some of the, uh they changed the name when they bought it yeah pretty much everything Cause, yeah because it used to be like lucas films lucas games and all that now it's just yeah. lucas entertainment or something like yeah, that because even um what is it? uh the ones that do do the audio oh man oh uh industrial no that's their vfx yeah light and magic is their vfx uh, and i can't remember skywalker studios yeah or, yeah that skywalker a, sound or something like that yeah, yeah that was a the sound department yeah so it's <laughs> which is it's funny because i was we were watching we were watching Mandal- uh this is the finale or season three of Mandalorian and there was a scene um when he's fighting through all like the red gate uh the gates taking down all the guards like one by one yeah one of them gets kicked off a cliff and I was like that would have been the perfect time for a Wilhelm because <laughs> <laughs> every star every Star Wars has it yeah but I was like it also would have ruined the moment because it's, <laughs> it's a very serious scene but it would have been like perfect yeah it was just a basic little kick and he just falls to his death <laughs> Um, but on Star Wars, I recently just finished Jedi Survivor, which is the video game yeah, tied into everything. And it got me thinking about the way that a lot of these different franchises are like expanding their universes outside of one form of media. Okay. Cause yes, we got like, so we had the original six movies and then Disney came out with their sequel trilogy for better or worse. Yeah. And then came out with all their spinoffs. And then they just started doing TV shows with uh, Andor and Obi-Wan and now Ahsoka, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. Um, and all that. And they're all... It got... It, it started giving me Marvel syndrome in the sense of like, I have to watch this before I watch this one because there's going to be things that tie in. Yeah. And we had the discussion about Ahsoka where it's like, yeah, you have to watch Rebels. Yes, because it picks up directly after Rebels, but you also have to watch uh, Clone Wars. Yeah, because if you don't watch Clone Wars, you won't understand the whole backstory of Ahsoka. Right, and the same thing with like uh, Mandalorian season three. You had to have watched Book of Boba Fett because Book of Boba Fett, like two episodes of it, cover a pretty big chunk of Mandalorian story going into season three. Yeah. So, like, how he gets back with Grogu is revealed there. So, you're like, if you just picked up season three of Mandalorian, you're like, well, how the, how did you yeah. get the kid back? And so, it's just like, okay, there's a lot going on here. So, the video games are refreshing because they don't tie directly in to the story or to all those stories. I thought they did. They do and they don't. Like, they run alongside because, so, f- for those of you that don't know, the Jedi... Fallen Order, the first game in the Jedi Survivor, follows the story of Cal Kestis, who was a Jedi who survived the Purge and Order 66 and grew up in hiding and then eventually came out. Now he's this kind of like outlaw just trying to... The first game he was trying to rebuild or find this holocron that was meant to rebuild the Jedi Order with a list of a bunch of Force-sensitive kids. Now, I got a question. What timeline does this fall under? Or where in the the Star Wars? So the first game takes place, I think, like, uh, God, I don't know the years, but I know he's in his, like, mid-20s, and he was a Padawan during Order 66. So he was, so maybe, like, 10 years or something like that after Order 66. So this is about Mandalorian time. No, Obi-Wan. Mandalorian is after Return of the Jedi. 
Yeah. Wait. Because Mandalorian takes place after the fall of the Empire. True. Yes. See, this is the confusing part. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I'm trying to remember. I'm like, okay. Yes, you're right. Yeah. So yes. that's what a lot of people. Yeah. Were, after Order sixty six. Yeah, and a lot been, of people yeah. were guessing that. Oh, is Cal gonna pop up in Obi Wan, or like, is he gonna be referenced, or is he gonna pop up in season two? Which, if we're even gonna are get we, his, I don't even we, know. Um, I was gonna say, are we really gonna get it? A season two of Obi Wan? I don't know. I don't know where it would go. I think the one season was a perfectly. I think it was great as a self-contained story. Yeah, because well, I don't know because I don't. Yes and no. Because you could still take it to where he starts training. Uh, I don't know because he doesn't really train anybody. He goes. He's he's in hiding. I mean, he yeah. stays in hiding. Well, um, no, because he went into training with uh, his master. Uh, at the end, remember, he's like, oh, where you been? He's like, oh, oh yeah, Gwaigon, yeah, Gwaigon, Gwaigon there you pop, go. pops up. Um, but, I mean, that would be pretty boring. Yeah. And then we pick up, the next thing you know, Luke's out, you know, milking, <laughs> milking shit. Um, but, yeah, so the games take place kind of alongside Obi-Wan, or at least when we think, when I think Obi-Wan takes place. And then the second game takes place a couple years after the first one. Okay. So it's in between the the prequels the prequel trilogy and the original trilogy somewhere along those lines which for me is really cool because it covers the one thing that you never see enough in star wars films which is darth vader in his prime you get one scene in each game you get yeah. a scene at the very end of the first game of darth vader and he absolutely whips your ass because <laughs> you're not meant to win that you just run yeah. away and then the second one, the second game, there is another scene where he pops up and I had a heart attack because he had a health bar pop up and realized, oh, oh this is a real fight. <laughs> oh, wow. And it kicked my ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I had, I had to replay that part. I don't even know how many times before I actually beat it because the pain in the ass. Wow. Um, but again, it shows Darth Vader in his prime and doing the one thing that he had been set out to do the whole time, which is just kind of touched on an obi-wan which is just erase his past yeah he wants to get rid of everything that stood for anakin skywalker anything tied to anakin skywalker you know and so seeing that and seeing that part of the story like in just how ruthless he is in that pursuit you don't really get to see it because like in the original trilogy i mean yes he's the big bad yeah but he's not really like He's older and slower. He's older, slower, and he's not, like, after anything in particular, no. you know? Like, he's just working for the Emperor at this point, and the Emperor has his designs, but he's already kind of gotten what he wanted in the first place. I, although, I do have to say, and I, I know you watched it, and we talked about it, was the one YouTube um, guy who did the... the oh, like the re, the remix of... Yeah. The remake of the final fight between Obi-Wan and Vader? Yeah. Dude, that was badass. Yeah. And if see, we could have seen something like that, yeah, then I would have understand why Vader was badass. Well, because it, it kind of touches on the joke of like, you know, we see, we watched Obi-Wan and it's still Ewan McGregor, just older, yeah. you know, and he is definitely older, but he's still, he still looks like Ewan McGregor. So it's like, at one point, did he age so much that he <laughs> ended up, like he looks in New Hope. Yeah. It's like, how long has it really been or what happened in those years that took him from looking like in his like 40s to barely being able to move <laughs> looking like 89 or something yeah. like that um and so i i was thinking about it and then also just vader's whole bit in the second game which is there's i, I don't know if you care about is that is that a cat we're <laughs> yes, hearing that's a cat <laughs> i don't know if you can hear it the, um but i don't know if you care about because i know you said you hadn't played the second game or no i, so I don't know if you care about spoilers or no, you, you, uh, when have we cared about spoilers? well i know we don't care about like for the podcast but no, you I personally don't. um i'm still gonna play it yeah so there's, I, I gotta get my ass whooped anyway yeah so. so there's a section of the game where basically you're chasing after someone and you and it's after vader takes down kind of like your home base yeah. right that that after that fight and cal starts to have this switch a little bit to the dark side because he lost someone close to him things are falling apart so he starts to have that switch that kind of every jedi character that we see has at some point they struggle with that a little bit i think most good characters and this is something that we talked about yeah um most good characters 
have to have that 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 yeah. almost questioning their their ethos. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, it's like the, that, you know, I don't trust someone with a, without a dark side, you know, it's like no. everybody's got like a little bit of that, like anger in them. And it's something that's touched on in Star Wars a lot of time where it's like being a Jedi doesn't mean not having those emotions. It's having the strength to fight those, or like not fall to those emotions kind of deal, yeah. which is a big part of the, the last act of the game. But he's interrogating some uh, Imperial officer. And he brings up the fact that, like, you're the people that brought Vader to my home, basically. And the Imperial officer goes, what are you talking about, Vader? And, like, do you realize, oh, Vader's just operating on his own, doing whatever he wants outside of the Empire. And the rest of the Empire is just kind of scared of him. <laughs> and they're just like, we're <laughs> staying out of his way. But, like, if he's getting close to what we're doing, oh, shit, we're in trouble. Yeah. And so it's just like, you realize that, like, it expands on this idea that the Empire wasn't just this one big bad entity because, like, it wasn't subtle in, like, the original movies with the – the Empire were basically Nazis. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, it wasn't subtle, a lot of the imagery and stuff like that, and they hit it hard in the sequel trilogy with the First uh, Order and General Hux standing in front of a big red flag and yeah. a sea of people. I it mean, wasn't, the, it, yeah. the, the imagery was there. Yeah, it was not subtle. And so, like, seeing this – Ex, these expanded stories with the video game and even parts of Obi-Wan and stuff like that where they're tackling the Empire at its height and seeing that it wasn't this one big conglomerate, like, just bad guy. It was, you know, there was the Emperor who was in charge. You know, there was Palpatine who led everything and was behind everything, but he didn't have all the control that he seemed to. And I think that's more interesting than just, like, Oh yeah, it's the emperor, and we got to take him down. And if we take him down, we take down the whole empire. Yeah, like there, there's a lot that went into it. And I think one of the, um, I don't know if it's Ahsoka or if it's um, Mandalorian that touch on the fact that yeah, that even though the empire was taken down, mm -hmm. they're still. Like they're still fighting because there's yeah. still people like who believe in whatever mm -hmm. idea there was. Yeah, yeah, because like I think it's Mandalorian because like in season three you have this whole like subplot of these Empire officers and people who are loyal to the Empire like being reintroduced to society like through this like program. Yeah, where they've basically been like quote unquote deprogrammed from like at the Empire's brainwashing or whatever like that and you realize that the new republic isn't all that great either because they're yeah. kind of just like wiping out people who were too loyal to the to the uh, empire and so you become a tyrant yourself and, doing yeah and they're too, just yeah. a, and they just introduce a blank slate to their own you know programming and uh propaganda and stuff like that so it's just like well ahsoka hit on the same thing uh, mm -hmm. i know you haven't watched it right but uh i think it was episode three where mm -hmm. they had repurposed um a ship hangar oh, yeah. where they made the imperial um fleet mm -hmm. into the new republic fleet yeah but everybody that was working there was still imperial mm. and they were like well anyways i won't spoil it yeah you gotta watch it yeah no i know <laughs> I, I know it. i need to watch it and i i've gotten a glimpse of why everybody was freaking out about episode four yeah um so yeah, I definitely need to sit down and watch it because I'm like, I need to see this in context. Like, I think I know what's going on. I just I need to see it I in context. To tell you so much, but like, <laughs> but, asshole, you need to watch it. I don't have a lot of time. Um, and these shows, you know have, I'm going to tell your dad. You're going to tell. Me. <laughs> yeah, we found out. I think my dad's listening, or yeah. he listens on occasion. Um, so hi, dad. Yeah, hi, dad. <laughs> I'm glad AJ's back. By the way. <laughs> I, I get i have somebody to talk to now <laughs> other than your cats yeah other than my cats which jennifer stopped listening a long time ago <laughs> i think it was year five in our marriage she just stopped avoiding me. <laughs> you just get a new cat every time like yeah. one of them stops listening <laughs> <laughs> i'm up to like eight cats now is that like how many sons. times they, they just they, they get just, bored yeah <laughs> children are all grown up I, you know, all 30 of them you know. <laughs> Is that what you brought me on? It was like, ah, yes, someone else will listen. <laughs> I have a new captive audience. I just, I, I, I do, I do more than meow back at you as well. <laughs> um, but I don't know. How do you feel about like this whole idea of 
there's a whole other set of things that you have to watch to make the whole story click. Well, okay, going back to Star Wars, before Disney, Star Wars had the expanded universe. Yeah. Um, Lucas was really good on this because he had the books and mm -hmm. he had the comics. And if you wanted to find about like the the Mandalorians mm -hmm. or the um, the bounty hunters, mm -hmm. there was a whole series of bounty hunter books. Um, actually, there was a series on um, of uh, the Cantina mm. that used to tell stories of everybody who went in there. Oh yeah, yeah. And everybody had a backstory, and you're like, "What the fuck, dude? This is so in depth." Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, it 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 went into the whole like once. The, the the empire broke you know luke and the twins and so forth and so forth mm -hmm. i mean there was an, a, a plethora of mythos mm -hmm. for star wars you know what i mean um so i guess i'm used to that uh with marvel of course i've been collecting comic books since i was a kid so i understand and even then i mean shit that was in the the, the 80s 90s mm -hmm. but comics books comic books damn speak david Comic books have been around, fuck, since the 70s, 60s? Yeah. 50s? 50s, yeah. Since the 50s. So the mythology for them has been there. They've mm -hmm. established Spider-Man, yeah. Hulk, and all that. So their stories are expanded already. Mm -hmm. I think what they're doing now is bringing to light and, and kind of repurposing some of those stories mm -hmm. for a newer generation. Yeah. And I think that's where the difference between... I guess my generation and your generation, when it comes to expanded universes, mm -hmm. for us, it was always on print. Yeah. You know what I mean? For y'all, it's a visual medium, which is totally different. And for yeah. us, it's like, wow, dude, this is so fucking badass. Yeah. Like Wolverine. Wolverine, it, for me in the comics, was this five foot three, you know, 250 yeah. pound muscle, hairy dude, smoking, swearing, yeah. betting every fucking woman he, he could. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what the movies, I mean, that's what the comic books were. Mm -hmm. He was badass. Come to the movies, he's six foot something. Yeah. Well-groomed, well-liked, yeah. Aussie, you know, freaking <laughs> yeah. accent. But it's, he's, and he's not a womanizer. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's totally different. Up until when we got Logan, mm -hmm. but even then that's a new timeline. Yeah. Because of X-Men. Anyways, that's a whole new yeah. fucking. And now we're going to get, he's still coming back and we're going to get the yellow suit. Yeah, which he said he would never do, but yeah, anyways. Here we are. Yeah, here we are. You know? um, Deadpool 3, Disney owns everything, and yeah. you know, they can do whatever they want. Yep, they, they could pay him. They, you know? Hey, money talks. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> money talks. But... But yeah, as far as expanded universes, I think it's, it's great when you do it right. Yeah. I think the issue that a lot of people have, and even I have sometimes, is just that there's just so much... Well, yeah. And like, because like the and like you were saying, like the difference is for your generation, it was on print, you know, and comics, which are like twenty pages, and you're done. It, the, this you have to sit through like it's like forty minutes an episode, and it's a lot of time. Even if it's only like a six episode season, it's a lot of media to take in and like really sit down and absorb. Yeah. And so like watching, I started watching. I'm still not done with it, but I started watching Secret Invasion. On Disney and I didn't like the ending to that. No, no, See, I thought it was weak. And like that's an issue a lot of people are having with the Marvel shows is like they don't land well or like they don't start they don't hook people well and then they end really well but they didn't hook you so nobody finished the show. Yeah. Um. So I don't know like there's and I think it's just a matter of fact at least with Marvel that people are it's starting to talk about like the end of the superhero movie era, you know that started the super bur superhero burnout. Yeah, just because there's a lot of it. And not that I'm experiencing that because I still love to go watch them. You know, last week we talked about Blue Beetle and I was just all in for another superhero movie and stuff like that. But like <laughs> watching Guardians 3, I realized, oh, I never sat down and watched the Christmas special. <laughs> and there's like a pretty Dude, major piece of lore in the movie. The Christmas special looked like it was done by a fan film. Really? <laughs> I don't know. What is it about? Maybe because it was too crunchy? Uh, it was just a lore, like, I don't know, just a too, lower budget. I mean... Yeah. But again, it just it doesn't look cinematic. And, I just and, remember and, hearing that they were going to do a Christmas special. And went, oh no, that didn't work well again yeah. for Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine that. You know, not that. And I I still haven't sat down to watch it. Yeah. But I couldn't imagine that like Guardians. Not that Guardians isn't good. I actually like James Gunn's movies and his in his Guardians films. But 
I couldn't imagine it was going to be great. And I knew it was like a one-off, like whatever project. Yeah. So like, what was the point other than just like, we can. Yeah. And so that's why I never really sat down and watched it. But then they fit in a really big piece of character backstory in there where you realize that Peter and Mantis are technically related. Okay. <laughs> did you not? Did you, no. <laughs> I stopped watching it because it looked cheesy as fuck. So it's revealed in that that special apparently. And then they like there's like one line in Guardians 3 that touches on it. Yeah. Technically Mantis is Star-Lord's sister. Ah. Okay. Because ego, gonna... ego created her. Well, yeah. yeah. And so, but they don't reveal that until the Christmas special. And then you go into the Guardians 3 and they say that and you go, wait, what? Uh, oh. And also the whole idea that Nowhere is now like their home base. And it's yeah. like this whole set up city and stuff like that. Like that was tackled in that special as well and stuff like that. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know anybody that actually watched the Guardians Christmas special, but it some pretty major, like two major things happened in that special that are oh. centerpieces or one of them is a centerpiece for Guardians 3. I'm going to definitely watch it now. Yeah. Like pay attention, watch it. it. Yeah. And I, again, like it's like not stuff that you need for the context of it other than maybe Nowhere being a home base, but like it's still where you get that information for the first time. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we just got delivered some, some sweet tea. Um, so I don't know. Like I, I'm cool with it. And, you know, we've talked about. Jennifer's like, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about how to expand our own universes and our own projects that we, that we work on. <laughs> I'm trying not to. <laughs> um, there's the projects that we've worked on and other projects that, you know, we've talked about starting and st <laughs> there's no quiet way to do that. No, um, there's not. <laughs> We're putting straws in, in the tea. Drinks. Um, there's projects that we've started talking about that we've concepted out and stuff like that, that we have talked about, like expanding, you know, the universe and how do we tackle that? And we, and we've talked about doing it in different mediums. Yeah. So it's like, how do we, how to tackle it? Like you're saying, how to do it well. Because, like, it's easy to just kind of throw stuff together, you know, throw these extra stories in there. But finding the medium that works well for those stories. Yeah. Like, for Jedi Fallen Order, Jedi Survivor, those work really well as video games. Because they're these really big stories that take, that would take forever in film to tell. You know, it would be either a really long season of a show or just, like, three movies in itself to tell this one story, but you can make it a 60 hour video game and people are going to sit down and play it to get through the whole story. Yeah. And it's because it's interactive. And, and you know, it's weird because you're talking about how to get people to watch or, or be involved in this. Going back to one piece, um, eight episodes, mm -hmm. they crammed a lot in 80 episodes, mm -hmm. but that's not even like 4% or, or, or near 10%. Of the 30 plus years that this man the has 11, been writing. Almost 1100 episodes and yeah. Yeah, I, I've actually watched every single episode of the anime. It took me almost like a whole week of sitting there God. watching and going anyway. But I watched it. <laughs> I've, I've read some of it. But you're talking again, 103 books mm -hmm. of story. And again, this was told over 30 years yeah. worth how they did the adaptation from the manga to the anime to the live action is totally different because mm -hmm. there's certain things that just don't translate well. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where you're, you're, you're talking about the fact that how do we incorporate some of the things that we want to without either being too cheesy mm -hmm. or it just doesn't add up. Yeah. Because I know we were talking about, and, and I'll put it out there real quick. How, if we were to do a part two mm -hmm. to whatever movie we want, how do we incorporate the idea? Because I know, like, even with LVZ, we kind of left it open just in case. Mm -hmm. um, and it was when I was like, well, how do you incorporate the lore or the mythos that's going to build off of this whole universe? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and I'm like, well, I don't know, because I never planned for it. I just left it open because <laughs> just I just do it. Yeah. 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 It's the I mean, it's the same issue. And like we've we've talked about this before, I think, like that some series like 
I think Supernatural had this issue where they got past the original seven, eight seasons that they yeah. wrote. And then the studio was like, well, it's doing really well. Keep making more. And they're like, well, shit, that was the whole story. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> we, we've already defeated heaven, hell, <laughs> demons, fucking uh, leprechauns yeah. and fairies. And there, there's nothing else to defeat. Yeah. And I think that's where like Star Wars is great. And George Lucas was great in the sense that like he created this story in the sense of like, it's a long time ago, you know, the first word, it's a long time ago, galaxy far, far away. Like there, and it's a galaxy. There is like this whole galaxy. world, there's a whole galaxy <laughs> a and there's a whole like of different stories to tell and all these yeah. characters that, you know, and people love that idea of like, oh, there's this one random character in the background of this one scene of the one movie, but they have their whole story outside of that, you know? I book Boba Fett. Yeah. yeah. Book Boba Fett. <laughs> 20, 30 years later now, or 50 years later, from a dude that got three seconds worth mm -hmm. on the originals, got three seconds worth where yeah. Vader's like, don't kill him. Bring him back. And then the next time you see him, he's like, ah, oh, you know. Yeah. The most, I think he got less than three minutes worth of film uh -huh. time or screen time. And there was a whole lore behind him until Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. And of course, he's a big pussy now, but you know. <laughs> but but again but then you also have the idea of like well technically um Tam tamura right is this the actor's name uh morrison uh i can't remember right now but he's technically all of the clones even to this day yeah you know he still plays all of, like there is a scene in one of the shows or one of the movies where there's like a an old clone trooper that's just on the street He's still like in half his armor and stuff like that, but he's just homeless and on the street and it's him, you know, it's, it's him <laughs> yeah. and a beard, you know, it's like, because yeah, he's the Boba Fett is a clone and he is the basis of every single clone trooper in the Star Wars universe. So like, yeah, he's still out there and who knows how many different versions, you know? Yeah. And we just got like the Bad Batch uh, animated series Dude, that came out. I love the Bad Batch. And so it's like you, again, these little characters that pop up somewhere random that mm -hmm. have their whole own sto old stories. It gets hard when you start tackling these stories that like were pretty contained and there's nowhere to go. <laughs> yeah. Like it's kind of like I haven't sat down to watch Andor yet. Again, there's just a lot to watch. Um, I don't know if you watched Andor. No, I haven't watched. That's one of the ones I haven't watched. And my question was like, I know it's a prequel, but yeah. I'm like, there's only so much story you can tell here because we know how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> it, it leads into Rogue One. Yeah. And we know how that ends. We knew how that ended <laughs> going into Rogue yeah. One. You know? you know, that was one of the things when I had heard that they were trying to reprise a lot of the roles from mm -hmm. like Jane or so and all them guys. Mm -hmm. I was like, what the fuck are they going to do? They're dead. <laughs> it's not like they survived. The force made them survive. Yeah. A, a planet. Apocalyptic, you know, explosion yeah. out of the planet, you know? Yeah. So I was like, well, well what are they going to do? But I also like the idea that because it's a universe mm -hmm. and this is a long time ago, now you could say, okay, well, we're going to go back in time. Like they, they, they are, per, they're saying that they're going back to where the Jedi began, which is a whole mm -hmm. nother lore. Yeah. You With know? the High Republic era, which is yeah. something that the Jedi survivor touches on. One of the, the villain for like the first half of the game is someone who survived from the High Republic era. He was mm -hmm. like in a back to tank the entire time and wow. he gets brought out and then you realize, oh, right before he died, he was kind of going to the dark side and that's how he became, that's like how he's the villain of this era. Um, but it touches on that whole like old mythos. And I mean, like there was the video game that the Knights of the Old Republic and stuff like that, that is still kind of big, even though it's an older, yeah, pretty dated game. PC. Uh, um, but there's that whole side of the lore of Star Wars that doesn't really get touched on much, yeah. and it's a lot. There's a lot of stuff there. Well, there was there was the the Jedi Wars or something, mm -hmm. like that. and that alone covers like years and years and years of war between mm -hmm. the Sith and the Jedi. Yeah, the original, mm -hmm. the way it was made because in, yeah. yeah, the break off of the Jedi mm -hmm. into the Sith and so forth. Yeah, and like there's a page on TikTok I follow where he basically just. He has really knowledgeable on all the star, all the old Star Wars legends, uh, mythos and uh, lore and everything like that. And so he's been like, he breaks down like all these stories of like these old Sith lords and stuff like that. They like, don't get talked about anymore and, and yeah. all this. And he was talking about, I forget which one he was talking about, but they're you know all 
all the appearances like in comics and books and stuff like that, all the things they did and their story. And it leads up into this one thing. And he's like, and then Disney bought Lucas, uh, Disney bought Lucas and it never got finished. <laughs> uh, that would suck ass. If you dedicated that much time and you're like, yeah, what happened? Yeah. And the story is just never finished. And Disney kind of just said legends doesn't Good. exist. Yeah. And so it's just like, well, that's a whole like universe of stories that yep. technically doesn't matter. But you know what? I'm glad for like Dave Filoni and all these geeks that work at Disney that are trying to pull some of that old legends back into canon. Yeah. Because even like the wills, you know, the, mm -hmm. the wills, oh, that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was something that was completely legends. Mm -hmm. And Disney said, fuck you. No, we're not going to deal with that. And now mm -hmm. you're like in the middle of it because Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you need to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, and I know, and I know some, like I said, I've been seeing tidbits like here and there. And then I also, I know I didn't like really sit down and watch it, especially when it was on TV, but like Rebels, yeah. I do know like most of the story of Rebels. And so I kind of, I, and I, and it was touched on a Mandalorian too. Yeah. I, there's like one scene where Grogu's looking out the window of the ship and you see them flying through, you know, as they're going through hyperspace. And, and I sat down and I really went, huh. I wonder if that's going to have anything to do with <laughs> this. And, and Hannah looked at me. She goes, what do you mean? I was like, well, we don't have time to explain. <laughs> I, was like, <laughs> I was like, I don't, I, we're I, the, it's going to be a three hour conversation. Um, if, if maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know. I was just, I've been thinking about it just cause I, like I said, I've been playing, I spent a lot of time on that video game. I started new game plusing it just cause it was a lot of fun, even though it was made me angry at times. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, you see all these characters like in the second one, they bring in like the the battle droids and stuff like that, which for me, just the voice is huge nostalgia from Clone Wars as a kid. Yeah. You know, they're dumb conversations back and forth because they're just all idiots, all of the droids. I wonder what made them like who in Lucasfilms decided that battle droids were idiots. I don't know, but they're really funny there's some parts where I mean, you can they are but they're comedic relief but they're battle droids but like in the game there's parts where you can kind of sneak up on them and yeah. if you don't do anything you can just listen to their conversations really yeah oh my goodness and they say some dumb crap and it's just like and they they're talking like people like they're about to get a break or like they're they're tired from the day it's like yeah. are they really talking about this right now <laughs> and it's funny when the stormtroopers do it but when you hear the voice that just that iconic uh, battle droid voice talking yeah. about these things it to me is hilarious because it's a lot of like the slapstick humor that was in yeah. the first part of clone wars when it was still kind of a kid show um it brings back all those memories for me so that's a huge nostalgia bit i think <laughs> part of it and then fighting things like the droidicas like the you know the one the the roller ones with the yeah. shields and all that it's like oh shit these are characters that we don't see any like we don't see anymore like we haven't seen since clone wars like they popped up a little bit in the original in the prequel trilogy um well, actually no they popped up a lot but like they didn't really get like the spotlight and then they really expanded on them in the clone wars and all this extra media and but we haven't seen them since and now they're yeah. in a video game and they look 10 times better and you actually get to fight them and you feel like a badass and all this so that's all really cool um i just i i was sitting down watching all these like catching up on shows and all this and i was just like god there's a there's a lot of different ways to mix these stories and expand on things and conversations that we've been having and things that i've been working on on my own time i'm like there's it's super super easy at least for me to get carried away with stories and like leave the confines of one set film like that's where i've been struggling because i'm like oh i had this idea for a script it could be a great short oh shit now it's a feature oh shit now it's a series uh damn it <laughs> and i don't know where to stop and so it's just like i it's i've been struggling with that in like the best way i think is the best way to put it okay because it's like it's a lot of fun I think that part of the writing process. But and, and I think even when we talk mm -hmm. and I enjoy when we talk about like last week and once we turned everything off because we ran out of time and everything, we continue talking about our own projects. Mm -hmm. And that was one of the things that I was like, man, dude, you left. And I was like, dude, yeah, he's right. If we could do this, this and that, because then we would tie this in. And I kept thinking to myself, mm -hmm. like, how much more could we do? 
if we had the ability to. Yeah. And I think that's another process that we have to think about because we are independent. Mm-hmm. The ability, not because we can't, but we can't afford it. Yeah. We could do anything we want. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we're independent. Um, But it's more of, can we afford it? Yeah. I mean, simply alone trying to make a book or a comic, that's going to be like undertaking because you have marketing, you have different types of mm-hmm. distribution lines and yada, yada, so yeah. forth, so forth. And I mean, anybody who's in the industry or like, you know, that has ever attempted it, at least in my opinion, writing is, other than sometimes post, the longest part of it because yeah. that's where you figure out everything that can go wrong. Or one, fleshing out the story to begin with, but then also just figuring out how to approach everything. Like before mm-hmm. even starting to write the amount of time like I've spent just trying to like brainstorm all the different uh, like different storylines and the different characters and how these each of these people need to be fleshed out in their own way and stuff like that. Because you like uh, at least for me, like. I really care about characterization and like the fleshing out of making them feel like real people. I hate when characters are just flat and like everybody does, but it's hard to put that into words for a lot of people. And when a character is written well, you can tell. And when a character is written badly, you can tell. And when they're just middle ground, they just kind of sit there in the background. Yeah. But you know, I also have to say, because we, I've done it. I was about to say we, but I've done it to where I've had a character for the purpose of having that character and only that. Um, but again, in, in live action or in, in film, yeah, a lot of people tend to kind of put that spotlight on themselves yeah, and add to your character mm-hmm. and you're like, dude, stop. Your character's not that. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't need a backstory for your character. I just need you to be a character. You are there to just push the plot forward. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, it's funny because... Again, talking about what we were talking about, it's like, where do we go with the characters we have established? Mm-hmm. And do we want to flesh them out? And who do we flesh out? Because, again, it we don't know. We don't mm-hmm. have the marketing tool to be able to say, okay, yes, character A, B, or C did well. Yeah. And we was, was well received mm-hmm. with the story we have already. And they would like more of it. Yeah. I mean, yes, we being like being at the premiere, of course, like Mama Pita, she everybody loves Mama Pita because yeah. she's everybody's grandma. Mm-hmm. But like the character of Jesse, how well was he received versus the character of Inspector Matthews or yeah. you know, the the father in law or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um and again it goes back to what we were talking about, mm-hmm. the fact that well, if we tell a backstory or we tell another story, mm-hmm. what are we moving forward or back or or what's getting focused on? Yeah. Know? And again, like you're talking about like marketing and stuff like that. But then there's also something to be said of the same thing we were talking about earlier, which is like being careful of like, yeah, this character did really well, but there's nothing more to them. <laughs> like, there, yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, people love them. There's no more story there to tell. There's, no, you know, it's like that's it. Or like, there, there's nothing more interesting about them to expand on. And he was here for the one purpose. Yeah, it's like we can force it out, but then you don't want it to feel like it's forced out. Or yeah. like, you know, you're just using a character because they did really well. It's like, I think a lot of people have tying it back to Star Wars. A lot of people have that issue with Maul sometimes. Yeah, because you know he dies in the first, you know, or in Phantom Menace, and he should be dead. And then you realize, oh, his hatred kept him alive all these years. <laughs> the dude was chopped in half. <laughs> and then he got spider legs. And then he yeah. got regular legs. And, and his sisters brought him back with evil, you know, incarnate. Yeah. And, yeah. And then he screams Kenobi in the desert at one point. And <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. I had forgotten about that. They they bring him back in Kenobi. Well, no, not the show. It's in Rebel. He pops no, up in- they bring him back in Kenobi. Why did he pop up in Kenobi? He did. He was like, oh, I can't remember. I remember he pops up in Rogue One. No, he was in the desert with him. Or no, Solo. Pops up in Solo. Where am I getting them confused? (laughs) (laughs) And this is the problem. No, Um, I think they did. I could have sworn they did. I don't don't remember. When he was in the desert towards the end. Yeah. They're in the desert a lot in Star Wars. (laughs) 
No, no, no. Are we talking about Kenobi? Yeah. Dork? He's in the desert in the end. And he pops up with Darth Maul because Darth Maul was uh, was uh, sent to kill Luke. No. Because yes. the show ends with him like giving a toy to Luke. Darth Maul? No. <laughs> Kenobi. No, I know. But what I'm saying is, or was it the, the cartoons? I think it was the cartoons. Was it the cartoons? Because he fights him again in Rebels. It might have been. Fuck, dude. Or not Rebels. <laughs> or is it called? I need a Glock. <laughs> and he, he this does... is the problem with the expanded universes. <laughs> it's hard to keep them straight sometimes. Cause, and because I... there was a part where Darth Maul was out to kill Luke. Mm-hmm. Obi-Wan jumps in mm-hmm. and he's like, oh, good. I, I fleshed you out or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have a fight. I think that's in Rebels. Is it in Rebels? I think so. Because <laughs> it's an older gray... Obi-Wan that I remember fighting him. And it's like their final fight after all these years. But he also pops up again in Solo because at the end of the movie, the girl who you find out betrays him at the end. Yes. uh, She's working for some shady character character and, and she's talking to him over a hollow projector and it camera turns and it's small. um, The dragon queen. Oh, is that her? Yes. Oh, that is her. Yeah. Yeah. I never. I feel like I never recognize her in anything. With clothes? <laughs> well, just like the different looks they put oh, her in. <laughs> I thought you were talking about with clothes. No. Well, I mean, in 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 uh, the what is the dragon one? Um, Game of Thrones. That's, yeah. Most of the time, she appears without clothes. I didn't. Amelia Clark. Yes. There you go. <laughs> I I only like half watched Game of Thrones. I never. And really she's in. She's in. in Secret in, Invasion. Uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah. yeah with yeah. clothes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sound too disappointed. Um, <laughs> um, but again, I I was watching it and I realized, oh, shit, that is Amelia Clark. But mm-hmm. I just didn't recognize her at first because her entire oh. look is different. <laughs> um, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, go with it. Her but, hair was different. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Darth Maul <laughs> pops up at some point. <laughs> um, no, I, yeah, I remember that part. That, yeah. It pops up and then it's Maul and, you're, and then I had to do some when that movie came out and i saw him i had to do some really hard thinking of when does this take place that he's still alive but you know what they could have again they 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 left it open for possible darth maul movie i guess oh yeah which again would be dope uh i feel like but does the character need any (laughs) more It doesn't. It, it, no, a Darth Maul movie or anything would just be a cash grab because people would go see it. Yeah. And as many people hate the fact that Darth Maul's story keeps getting drawn out, people still love Darth Maul. Because he's a badass character. Exactly. And like, and for... He's like the Jason of Star Wars. You could <laughs> chop him up, deep freeze him, deep fry him, he's still going to come well, back. Well, because, you know, he has a bit more screen time than Boba Fett. Um, in the sense that like he he's on screen for longer, he still goes out in the yeah, same movie. A lot, that he, a lot more longer, but he he goes out in the same movie that he first shows up in. Yeah, but he doesn't go out like a bitch. <laughs> he puts up a fight. <laughs> he takes but, out Wycon. Yeah, Wyvern, he, yeah he, he, he takes he, out a Jedi before yeah. he goes out. And like it's the first Darth time Vader we see fucking gets like, I mean not Darth Vader. Oh fuck. Oh, we were talking about him. How he. Screen time, little mall. No, not mall. Fuck, dude. I looked at the time. That's why. Oh yeah, (laughs) but it's also the first time we saw a double bladed lightsaber. I think that's also why he's iconic. Yeah, because it was different. The same thing with Mace Windu. It was the first different color. Um, you know, I know they were trying to bring him back. Mace. Yeah, motherfucker, motherfucker. Like bring him back into. I don't know. I mean, I guess because we don't see him die. No body, no death. Yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, he falls out the window, right? Or something and like he's that. a Jedi. He could fly. <laughs> yeah, if Leia has anything to go off of. Yeah. No, <laughs> come on, if, if fucking Leia could do it. Um, I mean, it'd be cool. Motherfucking Maze Window can. <laughs> he's got a purple lightsaber. Come on. He he he's definitely an interesting character because he was like the angry one out of all of them, and he was the motherfucker. <laughs> Motherfucker Jedi. You know, I just need, I need him to get, I need them to let him say it in, in Jedi Mar- form <laughs> or in Nick Fury form. <laughs> Nick Fury oh, seems I mean, like a character that would say it. 
And but you know what, Nick Fury, I see him more of a shaft <laughs> carried there, and he kind of plays it that way, a little bit. Yeah, but they almost let him get away with it in um, Infinity War when he gets dusted. Uh, he starts to say it, and then he gets dusted right before yeah. he says it. Uh, but if you know what, if we can get an F bomb in Guardians three and referencing a car door, the only F bomb we've gotten in a Marvel movie so far, yeah, he says, "Open the fucking door." <laughs> if that's where we can get our first F bomb, Samuel Jackson can get his iconic. Because <laughs> there's no other character that can say, no other actor I think that can say it and get away with it. No, not in a Marvel movie. Or the N-word. <laughs> Could you imagine Nick Fury saying the N-word? <laughs> if that popped up in a Marvel movie, I'd lose my mind. Dude, that would be like rated fucking N-17 or something. Because that would be the first ever. <laughs> Both of those words would appear. In, probably the, the last time that well, would appear in Marvel. In only last time I heard that in ma major media. That word in like ma in recent major media. Not like from like the 90s or something like that when it was still okay yeah um was walking dead in like the very first season uh merle really? drops it yeah i think in the very beginning merle i think merle drops it and that's another show that's another uh, franchise that has branched oh, off dude. into yeah we're not even crap ton that. of different <laughs> the, the the x the the shows that it has like Walking Dead, New uh, L.A. Yeah, or the the before the the, the Walking Dead, yeah. and I was like, what? The hell? I actually saw a TikTok where a guy was like, if you want to watch it in chronological order, first you watch this one, and then you watch this one, then you watch the first seven seasons of the main show, then you watch this special, and then this half of Fear the Walking Dead, then you go watch the rest of Walking Dead, and then you go watch this and this, and it's like that's so much to keep track of. How much spare time do you have? Yeah, and plus it, wow. Are they even making the comic book still? No, the comic ended. It ended? That, that was, yes, because I was at Comic-Con when Robert Kirkman was talking about, like, the last issue coming out. Man. Or the last, like, chunk of it coming out. Well, it's just also another one. Um, again, we talked about it right mm -hmm. now. Game of Thrones. Yeah. Game of Thrones. I mean, shitty ass. I mean, fucking, the books still aren't done. Yeah, crappy <laughs> fucking last season. Waited however many years yeah. to get that crappy season. <laughs> um, I started watching the new one. It's actually pretty good. It's oh, not House Game of Dragon or whatever. Yeah, House of Dragon. It's not Game of Thrones. Yeah, because we don't see enough deaths. Okay, <laughs> deaths. I wasn't sure, I wasn't sure which way that was going to go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be good here. Enough deaths okay. in, in the show. I've seen some of it. It seems like a lot of politics. <laughs> it is. It's more political. And and again, the first the 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 Game of Thrones was mm -hmm. it played a lot of politics. He said, she said, mm -hmm. but it wasn't like this one. Okay. Anyways, um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of IPs out there that actually have expanded universes. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know, man. I I think it's something to play around with. I think it's something. Again, we don't say we're we're not saying anything on on Mike anymore because it tends to jinx us. But we've yeah. been we've talked about and we've been throwing ideas around here and there. And um, we, we, I mean, we talked about it before on the show, so yeah. But we're not going to do it anymore because again, like I said, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I don't know. Again, it's just like the uh, idea of doing things right. I like these expanded stories, and I would like to see more of them i'm saying that mainly because i just want another jedi game because uh, it was a lot of fun <laughs> i think we're getting a star wars outlaws game here really? soon which is going to be an open world game that's has nothing to do with jedi or anything like that it's just you're a bounty hunter and that's the game that wouldn't be too bad because yeah. again it one it takes you away from again being burned out with jedi yeah you can only take some so much lore mm-hmm and we've pretty much established everything. You, there's nothing new about Jedi mm -hmm. that you could reestablish. Yeah. Um, unless you're going to go back to, again, the High Republic era. Yeah. Because that was totally different. A lot of the rules weren't there that are there now. Yeah. But I think that's just Lucas being like, <laughs> okay, you know, that way we don't have to have too many actors on set. Yeah. Sith. You know, too yeah. good. <laughs> and I think that's practical. It's, yeah. It, it works. Um, but anyways, where's that going with this? 
Something about well, I was talking about outlaws and oh yeah, yeah, so yeah, outlaws. I think would be fun because yeah, you, one you get to expand the universe mm-hmm. a little bit more, well, a lot more. Yeah, um, and you get to kind of visit some of these characters that yeah, most of us would like to see. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I would love to. Yeah, so that's something I'm looking forward to. Again, just expanding the universes in different ways. Um, honestly, in terms of like the Marvel side of things, I don't know where else we're going right now. I mean, there's no talk about anything because of the strikes, um, but I don't even know what the next Marvel movie is or the next Marvel show is. Oh, the Marvels, I think, is what's next. I think, yeah. Um, And then from there, who knows? I don't know. I feel like we're on the downhill slope with Marvel being, you know, the big top dog in terms of movies and stuff like that, which is... Even then, I don't think Wave 5 is as good as... No. Um, Which... Is what it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, they keep teasing Fantastic Four, but haven't done anything with it yet. Um, so, I don't know. I think the next few years in terms of, like, film will be interesting in terms of expanding universe because I feel like that's what everybody's doing right now. Hell, look at... Um, not to start another conversation because we're almost out of time, but um, what Into the Spider-Verse is doing? <laughs> or what But the, that was good, though. It was so good. Oh, I fucking <laughs> love it. <laughs> I'm um, like, oh my god, we're almost burned out, but we're like, wait, wait, wait. But there's <laughs> no, I, I it was love it. done well. Yeah, and it, and, and it it goes back to what we're saying. Yeah, if it's done well, you're mm-hmm. gonna be hungry for it. Yeah, and I think also the fact that it's not every year we're getting one of these. Yeah, I think that's another trick. Yeah, which I mean, it was supposed to come out. The third one was supposed to come out next year, and I walked out of the movie going, "There's no fucking way that movie's coming out next year." <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough, what did they do? They pushed it back a couple years. What? Well, the way they did it, though, man. I was like, I was in the theater. And I was like, man, dude, I've been okay. I, I you could kind of time it. Yeah, I've been sitting here, and I'm starting to get a little itchy. Mm-hmm. But we haven't even entered the third act. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And we all, my wife and I and the kids even more, we're looking at each other like, it's not going to end here, is it? No. <laughs> it's not going to end here. It, yep. It, it ended here. Mm-hmm. Fuck. And we were mad. <laughs> because it was like, just about to cross over that, that, that yeah. hump in the whole arc. Of, yeah. You know, the whole. Yeah. But when's the last time a movie genuinely left off on a, like a genuine cliffhanger and it was good? You know. No, not very well. You know? And like. Yes, there's a lot of movies that lead off for the next movie, but this was straight up a cliffhanger in the middle of the story. Yeah, they just stopped it. Just like, yeah, well, and you're like, done. Oh, okay. It, I mean, like, yeah, it 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 caught me off guard for sure. I was not expecting that, and I was also very tired when I went to go see that movie. I think it was a very late <laughs> showing. Um, I was like half awake, but I I I was determined to go see it. Um, and it ended, and I just went, oh shit. I I don't think I could have sat through more movie. <laughs> I wish I could see his face when he said that. <laughs> I don't I don't think I could I don't think I could have sat through more of like more movie because no. it was already very long. It was, and like I said, I, I, we were itching. Yeah, and I was like, dude, I need to go pee, but <laughs> it's like that's my time limit. You know, like, I can't hold it anymore. I'm an old man, but we haven't reached any climax. We yeah. haven't. No, we, no, we, we didn't even get the climax. Here. Yeah. No, that wasn't even the climax. This was, I think this was, to me, it was more like the push to act two. Maybe. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like the, when you look at it, you're like, well, okay, yeah, not we've the climax, established. But it's, like, it's like the turning, the turning point. Yeah, the turning yeah. point. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, what the fuck? Do we, do, do, do we get this far into the story? Yeah. Like three hours later and we haven't even, wow, this is like the, the mm-hmm. push to two. Yeah. And I was like. What the fuck? Yeah. But like <laughs> in terms of like the expanded universe and stuff like that, you know, it's you, you get all these like little characters. You see like the PS4 Spider-Man in the background somewhere. You see like a lot of the characters that we saw in the first one, obviously. And then also like um, we get glimpses of like the live action movies and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, shit, it all does tie together, which obviously, yes, it does. But like seeing it on screen and like it's like you're saying it's done well and it's not like in your it's in your face, but it's not like, you know. It wasn't no Kevin Smith Superman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a Kevin Smith Superman. Um if, so, if you don't get the reference, you need to go back and listen to last week's. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was so I don't know. I think that's kind of where we're at with 
uh, expanding universes in different media, it's uh, there's no good answer. I guess is where we arrived. <laughs> is if it's done well, which uh, if it's done well, it might be okay. It might be okay, and uh, don't do it too often. I guess is the other thing. Don't hammer it out every year. Yeah, or multiple times a year. Disney. <laughs> Well, let, they do. Let, they have like two, three releases. Let, yeah, it's like let your let your production houses rest, no. <laughs> and maybe you'll get something good. And you won't have a strike. Nah, <laughs> There you go. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> we need to stop talking. Yeah, we should. <laughs> <laughs> Till next time. Peace. This is Film Noobs. AJ. AJ. Yeah, that's me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it right eventually. One day. <laughs> Until next time. See y'all guys.